from the All-Ireland Business Foundation, this is Elaine Carl bringing you AIBF Business Talk. AIBF is an independent national body tasked with enterprise development and the promotion of best-in-class businesses as business all-stars. Today, I catch up with Paul Allen of Paul Allen & Associates, a multiple award-winning PR firm based in Dublin, focusing on public affairs, corporate communications and crisis management. Thank you so much for joining me on AIBF Business Talk today, Paul. Paul, the name Paul Allen is a household name when it comes to PR, public affairs and crisis management throughout Ireland. I'd love for you to tell us a little bit more about yourself and how you got into this whole business. Hi there and Happy New Year. Uh, yeah, it's a it's a strange old world. Um, I began my career, uh, I, I, I'm a Northsider, I'm an only child. Um, I, I began my career by uh, basically working in in pirate radio uh, and communications. Uh, I really had three careers in the good old days. I was involved with Fianna Fáil, uh, young Fianna Fáil. I was involved in broadcasting in pirate radio. Um, and then I, I, at a pirate radio, got a job in CBS Records, um, the, the record company that signed up U2. So combining three careers, I just decided to uh, keep going in relation to that and, and share it. So in politics, I would have worked with five Taoiseach now at this stage. Uh, in broadcasting from pirate radio, I got into RTE and then I was in TV sound. I was the poor coolie on a Friday evening who had to tidy up all the cables after the Late Late Show and then set up uh, the program for Saturday and Sunday. I would have finished my day job in the music business and CBS Records where I was involved in telesales and marketing. And um, it was very much hands-on. So from RTE, I went from sound to continuity. Continuity is the person who does the introducing the programs either side. Then I worked in the newsroom. I worked in the newsroom of the foreign division. Um, I didn't need much sleep in those days because I was able to work day and night. And in the newsroom was always funny because they always had an area in the newsroom called Pets Corner. That's where the likes of Charlie Bird and Joe O'Brien, maybe I'll stop naming names, but they would be in a corner. So I had three careers uh, and then... In the PR side of things, communications, I, I, I guess I was a good listener. I, I got on with people and I would have worked with a number of other PR firms over the years. Um, all great friends of mine, uh, all great professionals. Uh, and, and my old boss, I actually ring from time to time uh, and, and ask him a few bits and pieces. You know, it's always good to have a sounding block. But essentially, the three careers brought in together and then we're in our 30, 32nd year this year. So uh, certainly looking forward to it. We're dancing into a new year. Over three decades in business, I think that's synonymous you know, to the to the expertise and the sheer level of service that you've been giving people. But why in the first place would one of our listeners who's most likely the owner of a business or um, you know, running an enterprise, why would they need the likes of Paul Allen? Why would somebody hire you and why would they hire say, your firm as opposed to another one? Well, thank you. The, 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 we're always a great believers. The people you meet on day one are the people who are going to run the account. Uh, I just find with the larger, and I have to be careful now as former chairman of the industry, uh, I say this respectfully, but the larger companies will have the person that owns the company, he or she will meet you, and then they'll pass it on to somebody down the line. And then when there's a problem, you'll meet that senior person again. But at the same time, uh, the secret of our success is our very strong determination. My poor old mum, late and great mum, would always say, Paul, he always had great determination. I'd either go over or under the wall or, you know, never give up. I'd go through the wall 
And every given, it's about survival of the focus of like a dog with a bone. Somebody wants me to do a job, I will do the job. We also expect to get paid, but we do the job to the nth degree. Uh, and we're very much results driven. Um, we're not here to give excuses. We're here to give results. And we've been doing that for the last 32 years. Please God, we keep going. Yeah, that's very interesting because I see actually, you know, where you say that successful public relations is measured by three key factors, and that is results, results, results. And I think that's what Absolutely. any client wants when they're when they're engaging um, with, with with the likes of yourselves, Paul. Yeah, and, and hanging on our wall, we have a our, our business and our core values. It's all about respect, no ego, to listen, uh, engaging, and results and hard work because hard work pays off. Um, and we happen each and every one of the people that we work with and here in the office, we all have superhuman levels of hard work. We're passionate. We're committed, uh, and we love what we do. Um, uh, but at times, like I, at times, I would say to clients, please, would you please take your business a bit more serious? Because there's issues here, there's issues coming down the pipe. And unless you deal with them, you know, you could be overstaffed, understaffed, you could be scaling up, you could be running out of cash. Um, our ability is to see around corners, uh, but we can only do that as outsiders to become insiders. And it's just critically important to uh, understand what you're dealing with, because there's no point, you know, swanning around and, and knowing things, but actually not knowing things. You've got to keep your eye on the prize that your business And yes, you will have to work day and night. And yes, you will have to work Saturday and Christmas Day and Easter Sunday and whatever's involved to make sure your business is involved. You need to have the total commitment and focus. And it's very much having passion uh, and drive. And that's certainly that our business exudes. And that's something we love doing. I think that that actually, it certainly does come through with you. And you made a very relevant point there about the resilient side of things. And I think any business and you know especially coming through the last number of years we've had gone from brexit we've gone to you know wars global crisis there's so much has happened along the way but to say that you're through over three decades in business paul you must have had great lessons learned along the way because we, we know there's there's no road that doesn't have speed bumps and potholes i think maybe in ireland along the way i'd love for you maybe to share with our listeners some of the key lessons that you have learned along the way Well, can I can I just say to you that um, in many ways, I, I don't really have a real job. Like I've been for the last number of years sitting centre stage watching history happen, um, having worked with the politicians and worked in Northern Ireland and visited the White House and got on with Clinton and people like that. I, I've seen history f front on. Um, but, you know, I, I, my, my heart goes out to the carers, the social workers, um, the people who've got serious jobs, people working in the, on the front line of emergency services, um, you know, bus drivers, guard the... Uh, and, and van drivers and people involved in the logistics business that are keeping the country running. But like over the years, uh, it's as I said to you a moment ago, it's, it's never give up, never give in. You either go over the wall, through the wall or over the wall. But it's to, you know, it's lessons you learn in defeat as well as you learn in victory. Um, and they're the things that you need to, to analyze as to, you know, last Christmas we had a product, we brought it to market. Why did it not work? Um, we had a situation during the year where uh, a client of ours came to us and he said he had a problem with Dublin Port. Could he try and help him? Sure, but this is the first week in November and he's trying to bring in products. Now, because of our contacts, we can make contacts with certain people. But with respect to the individual involved, bringing in Christmas products in November when the major multinationals are bringing it in during the summer uh, and, and late spring of the year, you know, they're getting good prices, they're bringing the material in, 
but it's, it's something that you need to try and, and understand. Um, and, and I also find it's always good to have a team around you. I'm blessed with the people I've been working with over the years. It's all, all about plan, plan and plan. That's everything. And go in with your eyes wide open. That is essential to understand what's happening. And if your business is losing money, you cannot sustain the debts that, that these, the thing is going on. If you've got a personal fund, that personal fund will eventually go. You'll be wiped out. So you have to deal with the facts straight on. You know, and having your priorities right and being prepared to go the extra mile. They're the sort of things that we work with and they're the sort of things that we would do. Um, it's all about trust, integrity and, and passion matters. And, and sometimes with clients, you can find that, you know, maybe there's something else bothering them. And I always just say, well, maybe today is not the right day to get into this. Maybe you should come back tomorrow or maybe maybe think about it overnight. When there's a crisis, I have a thing called a come to Jesus moment where I will say to somebody, we have a problem here. Uh, and sometimes the problems are in the boardroom. Sometimes the problem wants to be pushed under the carpet, but I'm being called in to sort a problem out. So I would say to somebody, okay, we have a problem. Uh, I'm going to make a cup of tea. I'm going to just go into the canteen and make a cup of tea there. I'll be into you in five minutes. Maybe just let's reassemble our thoughts and see what the problems are and what we need to do. We would be involved with cybersecurity, crisis management. So what is the problem? Where did this happen? Maybe somebody opened up a, a, a kind of a, a, an attachment they shouldn't have in terms of cybersecurity. Maybe um, a supplier let them down. Maybe a supplier was the wrong supplier. They didn't do the right quality checks on them, but they need to deal with it. And as I said um, to many people over the years, honesty gets you into trouble. I'm here to tell you what you do not want to hear. So I'm here for the betterment of your business. I'm here to try and get you back on track, but it's the golden hour. Time is ticking away. Just there last year, we had a, a cyber attack. Um, the principal, the guys on the board, uh, the men and women on the board, they kind of didn't really want to know about it. There was a row in the office. The chief technical officer was fighting with staff. Meanwhile, I was getting calls from the media. The media, RTE knew more about this company than the company knew themselves. So I'm there literally with my hand on the door trying to keep the media out, saying, guys, will you ever stop fighting? Will you come together and sort this out? And reality worked. They finally came through and understand what they were on about. So the work we do, we crisscross from tactical insights to crystal clear communications. But it's essential. Please take it serious. You have a problem. Let's address it. And I think that's a very important point that you could, if you look at communication two ways, you've got the internal, like the example that you gave there, the communication within the different departments and silos in a business or in an organization. And then you've got the external world and that external world. There's so much going on there today. What do you feel, Paul, looking if you had a crystal ball, looking into the year ahead? What do you feel are the main geopolitical issues that we're facing that you know, businesses need to be aware of and, you know, need to have the finger on the pulse with. Well, we have to remember again that we are an island economy. We're an island. There's issues that affect us. Uh, the Brexit nonsense that went on in the UK, the, the uh, distractions that that created. But thankfully, people in the logistics and product business now have a land bridge to Europe. They've moved on. They've got their act together. Pricing is an issue. The big thing that's going to bite us on the bottom this year is the minimum wage. Yes, staff need to have a minimum wage. They need to be properly looked after. The minimum wage is now going to go from 11.30 to 12.70. 
I would appeal to the listener, the business person to reevaluate their business plans because if they're in the hospitality, cafes, restaurants, they're going to absolutely be wiped out because they're going to be able to only charge so much for a coffee and a bun. People will go elsewhere. They will not be able to sustain these losses. And forgive me, I, I know it's not Halloween, but I want to try and explain the issues that people need to understand. This is something Leo Varadkar brought in uh, when he was the then minister. He was recommending this piece of legislation and changing. Um, so that's the biggest thing that's going to affect us in Ireland. And this is the first of three changes to the minimum wage. Yes, business people, we adore and support and are most respectful to our staff. But we need to be incredibly mindful of the bottom line. Then the person who goes to the shops or goes to the various services and now realizes that there's an increase, that's going to be a knock-on effect. We also have the cost of living for people's mortgages. They're going through the roof. Um, the European Central Bank is talking about maybe a reduction in March, reduction in March, maybe September. Meanwhile, people are put to the collar, put to the pit of their collar in relation to what's going on. Um, that's just on the domestic issue, which is very, very serious, uh, and people need to be incredibly mindful of the bottom line. In terms of the world ahead and um, geopolitical issues, uh, we'd have a great insight into that because we run the Irish for Biden campaign. Um, please God, Joe Biden will be elected again. Certainly the consideration we would have is that um, if, if, if Joe Biden wins, it's the end of Donald Trump. If Donald Trump wins, it's the end of America. It's probably the end of the rest of what we know about the world in terms of geopolitical issues. Um, we also ca cannot forget about the environment and what's happening. Um, many think that the year this year will surpass last year in terms of the hottest year on record. Um, the war in the Middle East, that'll still tick along. But again, for the business person, logistics, the Red Sea, if they're going to be bringing ships and products uh, around the long way, that's going to be costly to you and I, uh, from fuel to energy to other elements like that. Uh, nearer to home, Pierce Starmer certainly will be the next Prime Minister of the UK. Uh, and nearer to home, even closer, Micheál Martin, uh, in terms of Fianna Fáil, I certainly think he should run for President of Ireland. And I think he certainly would get it. Um, in terms of social media, I certainly believe X will go bankrupt um, because people are pulling away from this sewer. Um, it was Twitter. It was a great source of information. But now with freedom of speech, it's degenerated and the abuse against women um, and people uh, is just is shocking. So people and advertisers are pulling away. As I said, it's, it's an absolute sewer. Ireland will have an election. They have a number of elections, the European elections, the uh, local elections. Um, if I was an insider in either political parties, I would be calling it to have the election between uh, Easter and St. Patrick's Day or announce it then, because obviously after Easter, the weather gets good. Um, but if they don't do that, they will be absolutely annihilated by the two, um, by the, by the two elections, the European and the local elections. Um, the issues of immigration and housing is going to be enormous. And uh, we have politicians at the moment who are talking out of two sides of their mouth. One way they're saying, oh, this is shocking what's happened to these, these people. And then locally, they're telling their constituents, gosh, gosh, these people are taking your homes. So um, and again, with the, the torching of some of these buildings that are housing uh, the Im Im immigrants, um, that's a knock on effect because these hotels that are in a town, they may be not like in a town, maybe not in Galway, but they could be in Tume. They could be in a secondary place instead of Wexford or in Enniscorthy. That's a knock-on to the local 
infrastructure because the hairdressers and the small boutique and the other places, they're not getting the business and the, the weddings they used to get because the hotels are being full um, with people that need accommodation desperately. So um, there's a lot of issues that are, that are coming down the line. Um, we also have the artificial intelligence. It's the dawn of a new age. There's certainly shortcomings and benefits. It was great to see the British Prime Minister Rishi Sunak uh, introducing a series of protocols and profiles as to how and what we should be using artificial intelligence in. But the good actors will still do the good things where the bad guys will be doing the bad things. We're just talking about positive things uh, in terms of the artificial intelligence. We have genomics about genetics, uh, identifying um, the causes of cancer and life-threatening illnesses. Uh, please God, sooner rather than later, we'll have cures for those um, and, and try and help people going on. So that's kind of looking into a crystal ball as to what we're going to have in the next 12 months. But uh, hang on to your hat, but keep an eye on your bottom line. Some excellent insights in there, Paul. Um, you know, when, when we think of it, right, a lot of our listeners are here listening in and they may feel that maybe they don't have a PR firm or they don't need one or they've been lucky enough never to be in that sort of a crisis. What advice would you give to our listeners who would be perhaps take the profile of a progressive Irish business and company that is growing, but to ensure that their perception in the public among their stakeholders internally and also amongst the public is as good as they can control and maintain? Is there any tips or advice you'd give them? Sure. Well, I, I would just simply say to them, a lot of the stuff they can do themselves, um, if they're looking at scaling up, um, it, it's very difficult at times to see how good you are because many of us listen to the voices in your head. I would recommend that. Uh, and those who doubt should not doubt. Uh, and those who doubt, you know, so that's a kind of a, an issue and a paradigm we always present to people. But getting out there, uh, a firm like us can help you with crisis management, reputation management. Um, and it's all about, as I say to people, Noah built the ark before the rains came. Anticipate what's going to happen to your business. What issues? Maybe it's a chance if you if you maybe got a few things together, been more proactive on social media, you could have a chance. Maybe somebody has an eye, they want to acquire a business like you. But in order to do that, we should be putting you into here, here, here. Maybe we can talk about the fact that you raised so much money in the past quarter. A number of investors put a million or half a million into your business and you're looking for more money. Um, and also to go in with your eyes open and, and your ears and eyes open. Because when you switch on the radio uh, and go online, the reason why those people are on the radio and on the television is because they have people like us working behind the scenes to get them on. And timing is everything. So if you're raising money and doing bits and pieces and just want to get out there uh, and, and tell people what you are, that's essentially what we do. Uh, and it's to get out there in a proactive and structured manner. It's to have the right vision uh, and basically push past those imaginary boundaries because the only thing that's stopping you is you yourself. So power on and have a great year. I think there's great advice in that and getting the foundations and start laying those foundations right. Because as you said so rightly, and it really resonates, is that Noah didn't wait for the rains to come to build the ark. On that note, Paul Allen, it's been fantastic um, getting, I suppose, a greater insight into the work that you do. But also, you've really, I suppose, given a great in-depth insight and overview as to what us as businesses need to be looking for um, and the different factors which are in our control, especially out there to make sure that we maintain that best positive image and always have the right foot forward. Thank you so much, Paul. Thank you. Thank you for listening to AIBF Business Talk today. I really do hope you enjoyed listening in. 
To find out more about the All-Ireland Business Foundation and the work that we do, especially the Business All-Stars programme, just go to www.aibf.ie. Remember, never put off until tomorrow what you can do today. Until next time, from your host, Elaine Carl. goodbye.